1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Throughline Podcast. Uh, we're in June. It's starting to get nice. It's not June gloom. They give you June gloom. It ain't June gloom. It's a beautiful day out, at least in Los Angeles. It's been like amazing back east. It's these days that make me miss being back east more than anything because uh, there's something different. If any of you out there have lived in different areas of the country, just certain things feel different. You know what I mean? Like... I remember, like, I went hiking with my son back in Massachusetts. And then we, you know, about a week and a half ago on Memorial Day, we went hiking out here. And he was like, it's just, it feels different. I'm like, yeah, buddy. It's like, you know, ground's different, air's different, things are different. And then I'm getting old. You know, I'm an old man. Things, there's a nostalgia factor to how things feel based on where you were when you did what. You guys don't care about this. I mean, why do I even tell you? Why do I even tell you? I'm excited. Week two in the studio. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube, I love you. Jay Larson Comedy over there on YouTube. Um, JayLarsonComedy.com is my website. And Jay Larson Comedy on Facebook. We launched a new Facebook fan page because there was some algorithm stuff that were getting in the way. I don't know that kind of stuff. So if you're listening and you're subscribed to Comedian Jay Larson, go over to uh, Jay Larson Comedy on Facebook and join that fan page. We're going to be putting up a lot of videos. And if you haven't bought my special Me Being Me, I'm starting to chop it up and releasing certain jokes. And that's where we're going to be doing them. So, I'll be releasing the podcast on YouTube, and then I'll put it on the J. Larson Comedy as well on Facebook, J. Larson Comedy on Instagram. Uh, I'm going to try and take little clips from this and put that up there as well, so you can check that out. And uh, J. Larson Comedy on Twitter. I'm never on Twitter. I just don't understand it. I know people are out there, but I'm like, I I don't know what to do. Words? Who wants words? You know what I mean? I like books. I like books. Words are tough. Um so all that stuff if you're in town in los angeles please come check me out i'm usually at the comedy store or at the improv or comedy magic club i usually i'll put a instagram story up with where i'm gonna be or an instagram post so uh you guys know that um and that's it thinking about doing a new album in the end of the year let me know Uh, i also want to say too I said it last week on the first installment of this. I'm going to start doing like a Facebook Live in here once a week. So, uh, my email is holidaybakeryproductions at gmail, or you can go to Jay Larson Comedy on Facebook and hit me up if there's things you want to talk about or uh, things you want me to talk about. Some people are saying you guys like this little intro I do. Let me know if that's something you like, and I will find different things to talk about because I'm always looking for things to talk about because I love talking. You want to talk about stuff that's on the wall? Let me know. Albums, different stuff. These, all the stuff that you see in here is stuff that came from uh, my grandparents uh, or my family or things that have sentimental value to me. Um, this week's guest, super excited about it. I met this guy doing uh, this stand-up show for Comedy Central. I was producing on it. He was performing on it. And uh, I just... I like his vibe. He's a sweet dude. And uh, one of the things that we used to do on the Crab Feast... That's another thing. The Crab Feast, all episodes are now available. I've posted links to get all the past episodes on iTunes. So, resubscribe over there and get all the past Crab Feast episodes. Um, one thing that people often said about the crafties was we always get introduced to new comics and that's something that i think this guy this week he's been on conan a couple of times uh you can follow him on instagram at caleb Signin, um s-y-n not s-i-g-h-n we'll talk about that a little bit i think and um anyway super hilarious guy so
0: uh please welcome caleb Signin to the podcast sign in like signing your name signing or signing up yeah Thanks, guys. When I did Conan, I saw his cue card and it said huge. It said sign in. <laughs> so that he didn't say it wrong. Yeah, I wish I'd gotten that. I always forget that shit. I never bring that mug. I never remember the cue card. I, I forget all of it because I'm just like, I can't even think. Um, I'm so focused on like not forgetting any jokes. That I forget all the cool stuff? Yeah.
1: Welcome to Sitting Down with Caleb Signin. We were saying, uh, it's such a weird last name. What is that?
0: It is. It's Irish. That's and Irish Signin. Yeah. What's so weird, too, is that uh, I'm Irish, but I don't look Irish. My name doesn't sound Irish. So, it's like... What do name you think is, you look like? Uh, well, I can tell you what the YouTube comment section Yellow. is up to. And it's problematic. <laughs> Uh, no, it's uh, everybody thinks I'm either Jewish or like Lebanese. That's
1: what, you. Totally look Lebanese. Yeah,
0: something like that. I mean, Israeli. That's, I see shawarma plate. Thank you. No. Um, Some people just comment ISIS on my videos, and I'm really? like,
1: "Really? You're like, why? Why are you even there?" Yeah. Anyway, had... you were saying when you did Conan, he had sign in. Yeah. Because when we were doing uh, the Bill Burr show, and I had to introduce you, I had to do the same thing. I'm like how is this yeah and um, it looks
0: like it should be like synonym or you know there, it no you're not supposed to pronounce sy like that
1: yeah and you never got so I said you, why didn't you get the card did you get the card
0: yeah I pissed, always forgot card? I always forget to do all that stuff because it, it's just it, it's almost like an out-of-body thing I'm, I'm sure you're supposed to be more calm but I always just leave and I'm like ah.
1: dude I never did it wasn't until I did uh I don't want to give the number, but i am done a lot of late night, And uh, <laughs> it was like the last time I did it, and I was the second guest. So I was just doing couch to promote this show that I used to host. And there was a comedian who was going last, and we were all after the show, like, hanging out in that green room at Conan, and uh, her manager had the, the thing, you know, like the cue card. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, you get the cue card? I go... <laughs> I go, what a thoughtful manager. Like, right. I never had a manager that was like, hey, I got your cue card. You did a great job. You know, I never had that. And that's that was the only time I'm like, oh, can I grab my cue card? And, and that manager was like, yeah, let me go get it for you. And I'm yeah. like, who is this wonderful woman?
0: Yeah. And uh, My manager brought me a six-pack of margaritas the last time I did Conan. So that was thoughtful, but I wish I got that cue card.
1: That was fantastic. My um, One of mine got, uh, like, anxiety being in the green room with so many people mm-hmm. and left and i was like well that's a great job i think your job is to actually communicate well with people and at this point you should be talking to the people in the room that could maybe do something else together yes as i'm performing on conan
0: yeah move shake do all that uh, showbiz do whatever you want
1: to do and have a panic attack um (laughs) how many times you done conan
0: just twice but i people think it's three times because i did that cartoon conan did that cartoon for a while Mm-hmm. where it was like your act with a cart it would cut you know like Shorty's watching Shorty's where it would be like your act and yeah. then the cartoon and all that but yeah I always think it's really... funny when
1: people do something that's already been done Yeah, and especially as a creative and you're like oh yeah that would be a great idea to pitch but they did this but then you know Conan's big enough and he be like no i'm gonna do
0: it yeah i'm doing it too and you're like yeah but that already that doesn't matter I'm yeah gonna, i'm gonna do
1: it and you're like oh, i guess you can do that
0: <laughs> well quentin tarantino just openly goes like i wanted to make this because i really liked uh the movie so i wanted to make make it and just make it mine which with what like he'll just go like yeah this is like the good the bad and the ugly but i'm me making it yeah and you're like did you pay the guy that I mean, made it and he goes no i just kind of wanted to do it and,
1: like, oh, all right.
0: I like the way that scene went, so I just put it in my movie. And And everyone's like, oh. Everybody's like, all right. Yeah. He just gets to do it.
1: News happens so quick nowadays anyway, no matter what you do. I saw a video the other day of a comedian, uh, a famous comedian, of like a side-by-side of them stealing from other comedians Mm -hmm. or like people's interpretation of stealing. It's literally an eight-minute to 12-minute video. That's how many stolen things you could surmise from it. And I was just like, oh, all right. No one's... Nothing's ever going to happen with this. Right. Who's ever... No one has time to stop and be like,
0: Hey, wait a minute. Millionaire X, you know. Well, it's like, after Me Too, how are we going to take a step back and then go back to joke stealing? Like, I don't... As long as you're not sexually assaulting people i don't have much rage left i guess you're fine yeah yeah your your dating bits kind of like my dating bit like who cares no these are pretty specific yeah um (laughs) who was it who's the thief
1: i'm not saying
0: oh come on
1: No, people can go look on their own i'm not here to perpetuate something that may or may not be true i don't know i just looked at it and i was like oh yeah that one definitely is like (laughs) no question that one for sure is taken then some of the other ones I'm like oh yeah okay that's a broad idea but that one there was probably in the whole thing three that I was like yeah that's that's stolen 100% one beyond 100% yeah. like beyond like that was you know anyway
0: how do people think they're gonna get
1: away with that like- because I think sometimes things seep into your subconscious and then you forget about it and then it comes back up on your conscious level and you're like oh my god what a great
0: idea <laughs> And you're not, like, fact-checking yourself to be like, oh, wait a minute. One time I, I woke up in the middle of the night. It was like, million-dollar movie idea. This is it. And I start writing it down, and I realize it's Groundhog Day. And I'd forgotten that that is one of the most famous movies ever.
1: And this was the eighth day in the world this dream happened to you? <laughs> you're like, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I was so embarrassed, like scribbling it, like then I'm like halfway through, just like, how did you, how could you forget this is your favorite movie and you thought you came up with it?
1: There's nothing better about than getting embarrassed when you're by yourself. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Embarrassment's supposed to be something that happens when you're around people, but when you're embarrassed by yourself, that's the beauty of
0: life. Oh, it's around once a day. I, uh, the amount of things that can still go wrong. Like I'll like make a smoothie in the morning and I'll be like groggy and I'll open up the banana and I'll throw the banana in the trash and put the peel in the blender and just be like, what am I even, how am I not dead? Dude, how have I not just wandered into a, a crash? yeah
1: I'm like pretty on point with stuff like that kind of stuff doesn't happen to me. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like on point, dude. I'm guy like pulls a bag of walnuts out of the cabinet and then like a, like a, Thing of peanut butter falls, and as I'm grabbing this, I swoop under and catch without <laughs> looking. That's the guy I am. Whoa! Because I'm um, I bartended for a long time, and I think I just have like you know. But the other day, I'm like getting dinner ready for the kids, and I'm moving quick, and we're on a schedule trying to get things get get out of the house. And I opened up this bag of edamame, and I did exactly that. I reached down to the trash and threw out the edamame, <laughs> and then I put the bag in boiling water. Like, what are you? And I didn't have time to get embarrassed. I'm just like, other bag, go. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah um, I, uh, it's horrible. The amount of things where I'm like, if this keeps, if this gets worse, I'm gonna die. Eventually, this is going to well, dude, coincide. You're die. Well, I'm gonna die, but I think it's gonna be in a really embarrassing way. Yeah. Um.
1: So you're from Georgia originally, all day, which is one of my favorite. Like, in high school, you know, I grew up in Massachusetts, but in high school, the Braves were, like, awesome in, like, 91, 92. Oh, they were so good. And I'm, like, an old school person, you know what I mean? I like old, clearly. I like old stuff. And I used to just appreciate, no freshman in high school was like, you know what I love about the Braves? (laughs) They hit and run. They steal. (laughs) They sack bunt. You know what I mean? That's what I loved about that team. And so, like, I kind of, like, fell in love. I used to love, when I was a kid growing up, this is way too young for you, but Dale Murphy was a Brave back in the oh, day. Oh, yeah, I had okay. his card. Okay, yeah. And he was so awesome. So I love the Braves. So I always had this thing for the Braves, mm. and then i never been to Georgia, and then I went to Atlanta like eight years ago, and I couldn't believe how much I loved it. I was like, oh, yeah, my yeah. God, I feel at home here.
0: Yeah, I love Atlanta. It's yeah. so great. I would, I've i always fantasized about, like, because Ron White lived there for a few years, because he just got sick of long flights to East Coast gigs, mm-hmm. so he just bought a house in Atlanta. That's a, that's a would tough life, Ron White has. Yeah, <laughs> and he would do open mics. We'd see him all the time, and I'm like, oh, man, I'd love to get to that where you can just have a house for the hell of it.
1: Yeah, you know. no kidding, right? And so did you start stand-up there? hmm Yeah. And where do you, you grew up, what, two hours from Atlanta?
0: Yeah, kind of like in the, it's closer to Greenville than Atlanta, but it's still in Georgia. It's Royston. It's like this, just a small town, you know? Yeah, rural. Very rural, yeah.
1: What's that like?
0: I mean, like, it's like, did you uh, have neighbors? Yeah, but they're calling them neighbors is like, they're far so you know your neighbor is like very far from you you yeah. can see their house okay but yeah. they're not like it's not like in any sitcom where it's the neighbor like if your neighbor came over something was very wrong
1: <laughs> yeah something
0: is awry they're like
1: Jimmy got trapped under a trap
0: yes that's that's when <laughs> that your neighbor kind of says hey yeah and you know uh, that's not good uh but yeah it did was, you have a tractor uh no no tractor who mowed the lawn uh, we had like um, we had a riding mower that uh, you had to start it with a screwdriver. Hell yeah! And to make it stop, you had to literally pull the spark plug out. Holy! Because it was really just an old shitty yeah. riding mower. And dude, I built this
1: shed that
0: I use as an office for
1: like a couple years, and then like I had to get it get rid of it, and I sold it to this this kid in his 40s and his dad who's like in his 60s, and his dad like lived in a yurt up in Santa Monica Mountains, <laughs> right, for like nine years. And he his job is he builds rope courses across the country at camps, right? He's just like this fresh dude, pulled up in like a Ford Ranger pickup, for like a 94, and he had like a trailer behind it, and he was just this like total hippie dude, right? So we're sitting there, and we're, I'm helping them take this thing and load it up into this trailer, and the, the son goes to his dad. He's like, Dad, you got a Phillips head? And he goes, Yeah. And he goes, Where is he? He goes, Right behind the driver's seat. And he's going over, and he and he, he reaches back there, and he's getting it. And he's like, why do you keep a Phillips head behind your driver's seat? And I go, because that's how he starts the truck, bro. <laughs> and the old guy turned to me and goes, how would you know that? I go, because I know you, man. <laughs> yeah. I love these two dudes. And I was yeah. just like, I had a friend, my buddy TJ Sheedy. What's up, T? Greatest baseball player I've ever known. He had a, this old Hyundai growing, in like when we were in high school. And it for for a while, you needed a screwdriver to start it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like anytime you need a screwdriver to start anything, you're just like, yeah, you're a solid person.
0: Yeah. If you if you tell me that, then I know I already have a lot in common with you. Just
1: it's all you need to know about yeah. somebody. Have you ever had to start with something with a screwdriver? Like, oh yeah, all right, good. I know you're. I get it. Right. You know you were you had enough money to get that sit down, but not enough money to get one that worked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but you weren't gonna give up. You're still you know. I love that
1: and your dad's a preacher mm-hmm. did you have chores oh yeah yeah was your dad like strict because he's like a he's like a new
0: age kind of preacher right I mean he can he's... marry chicks <laughs> do what or can all preachers marry chicks priests can't but now, preachers I know that. preachers can yeah my mom's definitely a chick yeah he's married the hell out of her <laughs> oh he
1: married that chick to death
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah they said that in the vow but he's I mean he's not he's pretty strict yeah. Uh, pretty old school. Um, like th- I, th- I would say, but he, w- he would do the thing where he'd be like, "We're not allowed to watch The Simpsons or South Park or Family Guy, Ga- like all those rules you're supposed to have." But he would watch the- all of them. Oh, okay. But he, then he would like he knows but they're funny. You couldn't watch them. Yeah, but then sometimes I could, but mom couldn't know things like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, he was it was pretty strict. Like it, like especially in the '90s, it was so scary then i don't know what it was about right before the internet was really the internet oh yeah and you just had to go off what talk radio said where it was like pokemon was evil harry Potter. it was just like hip-hop seemed like it was gonna come into your kid's bedroom and kill them like yeah it was like a scare like parents were really scared then i think
1: yeah i think you're were- i you know i never even thought of it because i was like older 90s and my mom was pretty hands-off by that time mm-hmm. i was the youngest of four and she was like
0: ah, whatever You know, being the young, yeah, that's that's pretty sweet. Whatever happens, when you get to be the youngest, and they're not even like washing their hands when.
1: No, (laughs) no, my mom couldn't keep up with it. You know what I mean? Like people ask me, I have two kids. Like, are you gonna have a third? I'm like, no. I don't have enough love in my body <laughs> there's not enough love to give to a third human being i already have three my wife let alone friends family
0: yeah uh hobbies that i love that i care about um, we only have room to love like eight people on earth right
1: i would imagine you yeah. know what love takes <laughs> a lot I'm sure there's, been, there's a song out there about it, like love takes everything you got.
0: I would love to hear an honest love song, like with that tone, where it's like, you know what, this takes. This is not easy.
1: It's not. You know what? My wife said to me the other day. She's like, you know what? We need to start focusing on. I said, what? She was like, we can't. We can't we can't get upset like when we get upset at each other she's like we can't like get upset like that and we can't get upset at the kids cuz then they're going to act the way we act so if mm-hmm. if we start getting upset and getting like loud that that's how they're going to think anger is supposed to be expressed and i was like all right i get that and so i'm like what i just need to like talk it out with them more she's like yeah talk it out like hey you know i'm getting i'm getting upset right now and i and i don't want to get upset and i'm like all right so let me practice and she goes all right and i go listen i'm getting upset right now i want to throw you through a fucking wall Okay, I'm not gonna, I love you, but all I want to do is throw you through that wall right now. And she's like, all right, I get what you're saying, but no, that is not, not what I mean. Uh, would he be strict as far as like discipline or your mom, did your mom work or was she a stay-at-home mom?
0: Uh, it was like just whenever, it was just kind of back and forth. So it would be like, uh, sometimes she'd work, sometimes not, but just depending on what was and going what on. What was she doing? Just Whatever. You know, she'd like work at the bank or work somewhere. Oh, okay, you know? yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're strict for sure. Yeah.
1: And are you the youngest?
0: I was second youngest, so I'm the third in the order. So there's it's three or four. four. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that fourth kid didn't get loved. <laughs> Actually, you probably got you probably got the least amount of love because they had like one got love, then the second came around that that one got bumped. You came around. How? What's the difference between you and the fourth?
0: Um, she's a teacher and I'm a comedian. So. No, I mean age difference. Oh. <laughs> We're two years. Two, oh, years. two years. It was two years for all It was Two, 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 two. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, she's a high school teacher.
0: Uh, she's elementary school. Damn. That's got to, is she patient? She must. She's be great. Yeah. She's very good at it. Yeah. Yeah. She's, I mean, I've, I've gone to her class and you like audited? watched her and stuff. You audited her class? Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, man, I, I was not paying attention when they, when my teacher was like, when I, when we were going through that, I, that just went, I didn't hear it. Yeah. So I was like, I'm glad I did this. It's some helpful that, stuff.
1: To pick up on that. Uh, yeah.
0: Adding in what grade? Uh, like third? It's usually like third, fourth, like around there. Yeah. So she'll switch? Yeah. They're they're It's like every year, you know how, I mean, it's, I remember there's teachers, they would always kind of switch around.
1: Yeah. Around. Move around. We had that kind of stuff too.
0: Yeah, um, but everybody says that. You ever meet somebody and they'll go like, they'll just be talking to you and go, are you the third born? And then you'll go, yeah. And they'll go, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You mean just when they get and to know just you? judging like, the hell out of you. Where are you yeah. in the birth order? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, That's what I thought. And I'm like, other things matter. It can't just be yeah. birth order. So I guess I'll get the door myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think whether or not your parents spank you is a bigger thing than your birth order.
1: I think, dude, I wrote a sitcom called Birth Order. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't write it. I wrote the outline, and I was going to pitch it. I told my... I'm like, I want to pitch this idea called Birth Order. Mm-hmm. It was about a guy who was was a psychologist and then retired because he wanted to spend more time with his family and write this book about birth order, but he doesn't care about spending time with his family. All he wants to do is like be like now do you remember when you were a child and like it's like yeah. always about how he neglected his kids and like and you got upset and they're like yeah and he goes I think that's because you're the second like no it's because <laughs> I wanted love dad and he's like I don't think
0: so <laughs> no no firstborns are always there's <laughs> mm, always something and uh yeah. your folks are still there yeah they're still there uh, same house same house yeah it was the same house since I was like seven same mower uh no new mower Oh. i mean that if you're starting with a Scrooge, it doesn't have long left
1: well you know you mean longevity i think so would you want to take long left back is long short for longevity <laughs> no but you said it doesn't have long left <laughs> who is ever saying yeah man you know that thing has got long left yeah but they might say that ah, doesn't have longevity did you mow the lawn
0: yeah, sometimes. And did you like it? Uh, Yeah. I enjoyed... I liked riding. I didn't like the pusher. Yeah. The riding is fine, and you can really get some thinking done. Totally. You know? Uh, I wouldn't even realize I was meditating. You know? Like, I didn't even real, know that was real. Yeah. But uh, I wasn't good at it. I was not... It's all green, so I wouldn't know until way later that, oh, I did a terrible... It looks like shit.
1: Because why? You wouldn't keep straight lines?
0: Yeah, you wouldn't keep straight... And then you just see, like, a hundred-yard-long... Streak where it was just just like a few blades, and you just yeah. really almost got it for a long time.
1: I used to love mowing my lawn, and then like I get into the kitchen, and like I'd be all sweaty, and I pour a glass of water, and I'd look out because sometimes I go diagonal. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, the whole backyard looked like Fenway Park, and I was like, "Look at that goddamn yard." <laughs> I was fourteen, and I was like, like I was like a proud dad, like, "Look at that goddamn yard." I killed
0: it. If you do a good job, it looks really good. Like and it makes it does make you feel really great.
1: Oh yeah, when neighbors are, like when people are like staring at your yard when they yeah. go by, like look at that show.
0: You're like that's right. I <laughs> cut
1: the hell out of that grass. Um. So when we were talking earlier, you said I was like, hey, is there anything you want to talk about? And you're like, well, I almost died a bunch of times, and mm-hmm. you know, near death is always something that intrigues me because I feel like I used to do this bit. I'm like, would you rather save a life, or have died and then come back? And people are always like, oh, I'll save a life. I'm like, no. <laughs> died. You know what kind of party? You just hold court at parties and you're like, hey, I died once.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've done it. But
1: you never did die.
0: Not that I know of. But huh. when I was born, I almost died as I was being born. Because uh, my umbilical cord was wrapped around my neck. Okay. And I was choking to death. So I may have died during that. But but you weren't even born yet. kill me, kill me. So, but that was the first my first experience in the world was being born and and like choking myself with the
1: my world g- was like nah, dude, we're not ready for you.
0: Yeah, but if it had been like maybe a few years before, just in history, you know, you know, who knows? Like if that was a home birth, I would die for sure. Yeah, like uh, so that that I always think about that. Like man, it's a good thing I was born when I was.
1: First of all, that sounds like it could be a really good like dig on someone. Like yo, I ain't no home birth, baby. <laughs> Like some way to like call someone poor.
0: Yeah, home birth. birth. That is weird that people still do that. Like whenever I hear about that, I'm like, how? Why? Where did they? What did they put you on? Was it clean? Like, yeah, that's crazy to me. Well, I have friends now that are like, yeah, we're gonna do a home birth. We're gonna do
1: it into in the bathtub with a with a doula. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And then, like, like this is when we get ready to have our kid. We're like, yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah, that sounds like cool. I wish I was that person. I'm just not that. I want, right. I'm going to go to a hospital and have them just do whatever's, you know, I don't need to be in my fucking tub. Right. And, uh, and then when they were having, I'm like, what happened? Like, oh, there were complications. We had to go to the hospital. Oh, really? And I was like, oh, yeah, the place you should have started. Best
0: case scenario is a complication. It's not, it's a horrible thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's tormenting.
0: Yeah. We're the only, it's all like, like but Everything was home birth before, Like for thousands of years And it's just Half of you died How about ever? Yeah <laughs> Yeah and Most of time there Most were home people births. died Yeah Because it's a crazy I've had eight wives thing. Most of them died When they're giving birth and Yeah And there's uh, no science It's really hard Yeah there's Yeah I don't There's love For a ninth wife And <laughs>
1: uh <laughs> There's only so much love So you came into the world dying Yes Okay
0: And then I kept almost dying Yeah It kept happening Uh, Like when I was a little kid One day I just stopped Being able to breathe Outside Because I was I suddenly developed I don't even know How this is possible
1: Dude you told me about this Yeah I
0: became allergic To everything Oh like overnight That's right Doesn't even make sense Like one day I'm not allergic to anything Next day I'm allergic To literally All growth Like grass Trees Everything Everything that's and, outside, and
1: it you were allergic to the point where like your you would swell up. Yeah, I I had never even heard of anyone
0: being allergic to grass until you mentioned it to me, dude. Everything, and it was like no one knew what to do, and they they couldn't figure it out. So they were like, uh, at first they thought they were like, is it asthma? They didn't know. So they I literally had, and they probably still have it at my parents' house. I probably had twenty different inhalers because they were like, they're like, okay, a different inhaler, okay, a di-. and they would just keep going, and one of them looked like a huge like billows for a fire where it was like. so... So much air needed to be in the thing and it would go like whoosh into me yeah and uh and then they would give me shots and eventually they figured out they had to figure out everything i was allergic to yeah so they would literally that i would have just my underwear on and it would be my whole leg because that was the most area mm-hmm. that they could get and they would put 40 needles in me at one time to of just filled with things to see yeah. if I was allergic to them, to see what would come see up, see how much they would swell up, and be like, "You're really allergic to that." So my whole leg would just, and just both legs, and
1: it would be that small of an area that they could tell. Yeah, I had never heard of that. I remember you mentioned this.
0: Yeah, it was so weird, and I, I didn't and realize so what how came weird up? it was. It was just most things. They're like, you're really allergic to, like, a lot of stuff. and
1: you better stay away from acorns, bro. Yeah. They are going to take you down.
0: And that's another thing where I was like, if if I'd been born 100 years ago, they wouldn't have known how to. Oh, no. They would have just been like, you, you're going to die. Yeah. You're just going to die. So, I eventually, it took a few years, but I would have to get shots every week. There'd be, like, every Tuesday and Thursday, I'd have to get, like, 8, 10 shots just to. just To, to prevent or to test? To, like, wean me out to, like, uh build immunity. Right. So eventually they got most of them down to where I can live a normal life, you know.
1: And how long did that take?
0: Uh, it took a few years. And are you allergic to anything now? Um, I have like normal allergies. Yeah. Like I'm not allergic to like peanuts or anything, but it's like when the springtime when things bloom, it sucks. Yeah. But I don't, I don't die. I don't, I can breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I just take a clear and like a normal person. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, there's just another one of those things where I'm like, how did my parents like, they seemed pretty calm throughout it. Like, I was like, were they worried I was to... Or they're just like, well, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, we got two already. Yeah. Well, and,
1: and your dad's a preacher, so he's probably like, well, if the Lord,
0: <laughs> if the yeah. Lord have it beeth. Yeah. Yeah, he's testing me. He's trying to, he really wants Caleb yeah. dead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but the Man. devil is trying to. Shit. Maybe I should have named him something
1: else. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I kept dying a bunch.
1: So, what, when did you almost die after that?
0: Uh, I just keep, ge- I kept getting really close. Like, uh, like one time me and my friends were driving in the middle of the night and, uh, this is one of the weirdest things that ever happened. Like we're just in his Jeep driving down the How road. How old are you? So you're like 17 or something? Teenager. Okay. Uh, like when you're like me and my friends in a car. Hell yeah. What kind of Jeep? Great Because I have a Jeep and like I love Jeeps. Just an old Jeep, like a nineties Jeep. So it was square headlights. So yes. probably like 94. Okay. Square, nice Jeep. A lot of fun. And uh, we're just driving down the road, and it was literally like we drove through a portal or something. Somehow, we're just on the other side of the road. Like we didn't lurch over. There wasn't oh, okay. a noise. There, was, like, it was one of the weirdest things I've ever experienced. And we still talk about it sometimes. We're like, what? What could that have been? Who How? was driving? Uh, my buddy Will. Okay. So I'm in the back seat, and somehow suddenly we're just in oncoming traffic. It was one of the weirdest. It was like, like a alternate universe somehow was no. he wasn't baked there wasn't even a noise or a feel it was just like how are we on how is this happening now yeah uh and we almost we all almost died it was the crazy it was one of the craziest things that, the lurching was when we had to go back yeah because he was like what the? it was so weird he had to put a direction on like this guy's
1: not letting me in yeah
0: <laughs> he's like yeah. well he better because we're gonna crash yeah so it's just this like insane stuff like were that were their cars like, coming did you yeah. how close did you get i'm very close I mean, it was it was like I for sure thought we were gonna die.
1: Did you go on the other side of the cars, or did you stay just back onto your side? We got back. It yeah. was fine. But I'm saying, like to avoid a car, did you have to swerve over to the other side of their lane and then go back, or no, you, no, just, no. you just you just made it we back? Went,
0: we went back. It was like uh, hectic. <laughs> yeah, but we got there.
1: My two buddies one time were driving like through like a wooded area, you know, and they're driving down the right side of the road, mm-hmm. and uh, they were a little baked, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> like they looked up and they're like dude this car's coming right at us there's a car coming right at them they're like what do we do here and they're like he'll move and they kept going they're like he's not moving and so they just like stayed because they didn't want to leave their lane and then when they got close to it they just said "Fuck it and they swerved to the right and up onto the lawn of a of a house and they came to a stop and this guy had pulled Over to pick someone up in front of that house, so he was just sitting there waiting. (laughs) So they stopped, and now they have to turn and look at him, and they look at him, and he's just like, (gasps) (laughs) because he'd been sitting there just like waiting, and all of a sudden, be like, whoa, 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 what's this guy doing? What's this guy doing? (laughs) And then he just, for some reason, would just swerves to the right of the car, and then parks on the on the lawn. (laughs) <laughs> and they said it was like a total trip like they were freaked and this guy was like even beyond
0: freaked yeah you know yeah that's insane weed bro it is funny when you when you're like "This is this happening this is happening like that happens all the time I had a lady the other day like I'm walking down the street and a woman comes up tries to punch me in the face that I've never met in my life
1: what are you talking about
0: and it was like you know how sometimes you can see you can just tell from someone's walk that they're Nuts!
1: Yeah, there's always it can be any crazy walk, yeah. and
0: you're like they're crazy. And I was like, oh, she's probably gonna bother me. Yeah, and try and talk to me, and she went up, and tried to punch me in the face. She swung at you, swung hard, <laughs> and I ducked it, which I was amazed I could do because I haven't been in a fist fight since seventh grade. Did you come back and go body on her? No, it's L. A. <laughs> no, it was I. I, I tried she, to help her, so I duck. She and she misses, and then she calls me a bitch and keeps walking. It was one of the weirdest things that ever happened to me. I I couldn't believe it. I was like, what was she wearing? She was just wearing she was wearing like a shirt and jeans like dressed normal. She was walking I remember she was walking like a weird while well, I was like, uh oh. That sounds like,
1: like the greatest woman in the world to me. She's like, <laughs>
0: you know what? Look at this bitch. I'm gonna just punch him in the face.
1: <laughs> and then couldn't get the punch in and was like, Bitch. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And I was like, "What am I supposed to let you hit me? I'm not a bitch for ducking. Yeah, I didn't. Did you get say hit. anything like that? No, I I didn't know what to say. I, no one just comes up and tries to punch you. That's very rare. No, and that's all the more reason why she's original.
1: <laughs>
0: she's creative. She's got a good hook in this town. That is unreal, man. Yeah, that was that was uh, like a few weeks ago.
1: You just got a hittable face, I guess.
0: I didn't even know. Yeah, I thought I was a nice guy. Well, you can
1: be and still have a hittable face.
0: Well, who doesn't have a hittable face? (sighs) It's true. (laughs) Um, It's got to hit some faces.
1: That's so crazy that someone is just like either so angry or just is trying to get any kind of reaction out of the universe and the world that Mm -hmm. they're like, maybe if I punch this person in the face, it'll turn, something will come back.
0: But in the long run... It made me very happy. I love telling people about it. It was a cool thing. I'll never forget it. Yeah. I really felt alive.
1: I just picture you after that, like, going to get coffee, and, uh, like, the barista, like, turns, and, like, you have, like, something in their hair, and you're like, oh, man, you're like... <laughs> 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 because
0: now you're just on edge about anybody. Right. And I want to show off my reflexes and be like, I could, like, miss... I'm like Muhammad Ali. I can... You can't hit me. I'll win without landing a punch, bro. Yeah. You're gonna get really frustrated with my agility. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. So tell me, Fun fact. all
1: right. So that's near death number two is mm-hmm.
0: other side of the road. Uh, yeah, and then there's uh, there's another time where I had uh, I just one day I wake up and I literally you know I, I remember where I was I was in uh, Montreal and I woke up and I there's one of those full body mirrors in the hotel mm-hmm. and I'm walking in the bathroom and I'm like. Oh, I guess I fell asleep with like a penny stuck to my back, you know, yeah. where you're like, sometimes you wake up and there's a penny stuck to your back.: S- That's some- just the first thing I thought of.: Yeah, so I'm like trying to get it off, and it really hurts, and I realized It's also
1: the opening line to the new novel I'm writing.. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a self-help novel.: Sometimes you wake up with a penny stuck to your back. But uh, and it turns out it's a mole that has overnight like tripled in size. It was the, one of the weirdest things ever. It, and then i was like were you doing jfl oh uh, no i was just there for uh the, doing the comedy club oh, okay and uh and so i'm like well that's bad yeah i know enough about health
1: give the, me a size Are we looking like this like yeah a quarter huge. Huge. okay it's
0: so like size of a quarter so i'm very confused mm-hmm. um and i i go to the the doctor when i get back home and he goes yeah yeah we need we need to take it off that's bad that's real bad and he goes, that's like an ugly duckling. It could be like cancer. And I'm like, you're saying he was so casual. He was yeah, like, yeah, seriously, yeah, man. Like we gotta. <laughs> and then literally, like, and he starts doing this. Like 30 seconds later, he's cut. He's like giving me the shot and just like car- carving. And it out. I, he, it's gone. Like I, he was like, we need but to he didn't em.
1: take a biopsy or anything.
0: He did, but he was like, we're gonna need to take a biopsy on that. I didn't know that meant I'm gonna cut into your. And this is we're cutting it out. It's gonna bleed. And he goes, and I'm like, he goes, yeah, it's gonna bleed. And I'm like, how long? He goes, oh, it's going to bleed. He's <laughs> Who like, is this guy? He was the most casual. And he's like, yeah, you know, uh, uh, we'll give you a band aid, but you're going to need more. So just get some band aids and put them back on. You're like, you can know. you
1: put some Neospar like, nah, what are you, a pussy? Yeah, he was the most. Bet you can't even take a punch, you bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was like a doctor in the Old West. Just yeah. like, dude, I don't know. Drink about it. <laughs> and it was, uh, so, <laughs> and, I, and, he, and then he literally, when I left, he goes, take care. Like, could be cancer. It looks like cancer to me. We'll tell you. Like he was, it was crazy. <laughs> Gotta um, be honest. Had someone here last week had the same thing. He's dead. He's gone now. Hell of a fucking spread at the funeral though. And he was telling me about what's the name of the the when you have it when it's the bad one that kills you. Was it uh clock cancer? The name of the skin cancer that's really bad. Glaucoma. No, no. It's, um, yeah, my wife had it. Something, something. melanoma. Yeah, melanoma. Yeah. and he's like, yeah, melanoma, man. That's if you get that, that's. Mm you don't want it like (laughs) i can't even believe this guy is a doctor you don't want it you don't want it he's like kill millions of people die of that (laughs) it's like i wasn't i don't know if he was just you know how they go oh you want a doctor this long after breakfast and not before this so the food in their brain i don't know what it was but he was having a hell of a day just being like you were uh, like he was like
1: uh listen i'd love to go into more about it but i gotta get the lunch
0: yeah I'd he, love to tell you but he's seen a lot of death and it doesn't phase him anymore. He's like, "All yeah. right." Mm-hmm. And uh so and and I'm very scared about it because it's like that could happen. Yeah. Um so it was cancer, but it they got it. It was fine. That was it? Yeah. And he called me on 911. It was uh this most recent 911, left me a voicemail. I was doing a podcast. You can't. He left me a voicemail and goes, "Yeah, yeah, so we got it back. Um you know, don't worry about it is benign it, like he it was like i think he was eating something during the voicemail just <laughs> couldn't care less yeah not i mean I. it, it kind of makes me laugh now but at the time i was like i hate this doctor so, i hate him so much but uh yeah and then it turns out fine i just got a scar and shit but
1: so wait did you have to then get on the phone with him after or he'd leave it on your voicemail that it wasn't cancer left it on the voicemail because you can't do
0: that yeah this
1: guy's the shit. I kind of love this dude.
0: <laughs> it was like if you were like just like not like all right, dude. <laughs> that sounds like that's good luck a- with your cancer. I don't know.
1: Listen, we took it off. It could come back. I'm honestly, I'm not a cancer specialist, so I don't know. Dude, I'm a uh, foot
0: doctor. I just I'll cut things if I see them.
1: What I suggest is get to see the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's like, get out there and see some stuff. Have you seen the Grand Canyon? No. Me neither. Everyone says you got to see it. Yeah. I... It's close, right? We can go.
1: We could, we could leave right now Let's and go. be there
0: by sunset. Really? No, I don't know. <laughs> There's
1: no way. No, but I do want to go. I just feel like it's going to be like uh, awe-inspiring. Yeah, yeah. Do you have like a, a list of things that you want to do before that cancer comes back?
0: Uh, yeah uh, well I definitely want to see uh, I want to go to Italy I've always loved pictures of oh, Italy bro
1: I want to go to Italy so bad it doesn't look amazing my wife's been like and, and everyone I've talked to is like well I, I mean because there's you got to go to Venice you got to go to Naples you got to go to Rome mm-hmm. you need to go to people say Sicily then there's like I'm missing so many Florence is supposed to be Florence, great Florence fucking Lake Como bro everywhere I just want to go to Lake Como, me and Clooney, and just get on a get on an old wooden boat together, <laughs> and whatever happens, happens. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because everyone you talk to that goes to Italy, they're like, "Oh, you're gonna need, you're gonna need a month, mm-hmm. you're gonna need." Because we think of it like, "Oh, you go to Italy, yeah, you bounce over, bounce over." And you're like, "No, could you
0: imagine like exploring the United States?" Right. Someone's like, "I went to the United States for Christmas," and you're like, "What?" Yeah. Like, what What did you do? And you're like, I went to uh, Idaho, and I'm like, you didn't go. <laughs> you didn't go anywhere. You didn't go. Um. All right. Italy. I'm I'm down with that 100. percent Italy. I really love Switzerland. I think it's you beautiful. Been? Never been to any of Europe. No.
1: Not sure you know much about Switzerland. Then I bet it is. Yeah. I always but, loved yeah. about Switzerland when I was young. I love that they were a neutral country. I'm yeah. like, so wait, you could just be like in between and just tell people like, I don't want to fight, man. Yeah. And people are like, oh, right, yeah, don't fight them. People are fine with it when you when you can hide their money. Yeah, who who's gonna fuck with you?
0: Hide your money here, and we won't fight. I mean, what a great policy! Whoever like, came up with, it, whoever was their leader, that was like, I got a great like a overall policy. Yeah. Our foreign policy is nothing, mm-hmm. and then we get money. Yeah, how about that? And everybody's like, sweet, okay, genius. But yeah, every picture I see of Switzerland, I'm like, oh my god! What like, about, like
1: skydiving? Is that on your list of like you know people have? My friends like uh, my friend ran a marathon, and uh, they put it on like Facebook and they put like their the thing was like you know was never a runner growing up and then two years ago i decided i'm like i needed to challenge myself and i always wanted to run a marathon and i finally did it and i was like congrats way to go for your goals and i just commented i'm like i have a similar goal it's to never run a marathon (laughs) i never ever 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 want or care beat my body into the ground no. in a marathon i'm not gonna prove anything to anyone by running a, i'm good right. I, I think it's cool if people do it go for it but i am never
0: ever gonna run a marathon no and i have, I have no desire to do that no um I, I i i would skydive it's i'd rather go to italy than skydive though you yeah. know skydiving's on there i guess but it's not i'm not one of those people that's you know insane about it. but i would like to do it i'll i'll try it out I am worried it's going to like, I heard Brian Regan did it and it really hurt his back really bad. What's like when he daddy? landed, like it hurt his back bad for like a year.
1: Yeah, well guess what? When you're his age, yeah. or you, once you're over 40, anything you do, you could get in a car accident and you're going to have a, I have a hip that's horrible and I go to physical therapy and every time I'm there, he's like, how's it feel? I'm like, just as bad as it did the first time i came in he's like all right good yeah let's do this and you're just like i guess i'm just old now yeah you know i had a buddy one time i was like at a party he's like what are you doing man you've been working out and i'm like i go i'm just like trying to get healthy because every time i go to do anything it's like it hurts so bad and he's like that's just that's everything now yeah That's just the way it's gonna be so i get that i skydived it it was fine it was, well yeah
0: I don't have a great back so I'm like I'm already like I should either do it right now or it's not gonna happen because it's even, not gonna get better don't do it there's no point <laughs> there's nothing about it I think I'd rather go get a massage uh, just go like I think expensive. travel is the
1: way to go with yeah. places I want to go to um, Patagonia oh uh, yeah Argentina Argentina yeah, my wife and I we had talked about like going to Argentina a long time ago before we had kids, and we were like she was the one who brought it up. I didn't even know about Patagonia at that time, you know. And now like I saw this like chef's table
0: with this dude who lives in Patagonia, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, yeah, I want to go there. It's just like beautiful. Yeah, I want to go to a lot of places, and I always I also have this thing of like, well, what are you waiting for? You're young, you
1: you know, you're doing well, you're doing comedy, you're making some money. Why don't you just sack up? Stop being such a bitch.
0: Well, but I want to do it good. I, I want to go to Italy for a month. I want to spend a ton of money and do like do it the right way. I don't want to go and do like you know see the leaning thing and then leave. You know. Yeah, that's
1: the, but I'm saying that's not going to happen. <laughs> do you know what kind of money you need to do a month in Italy and do it right? I mean, like, what a million dollars? No, I'd say twenty k. Okay, to just be able to blow twenty k, that you're looking at eight hundred dollars a day. That's what you're looking at. $800 a day for $20,000 to do, do a month in Italy. Mm-hmm. So that means you're staying at like, you know, you're staying at four-star hotels. You're going out to nice meals and you can do whatever the fuck you want.
0: Right. Well, that's what I'll do then. Uh, when I have 20000 to blow. But, but
1: what I'm saying is you could probably go right now for like t- a week, two weeks and do it for like, I don't know, with everything in, airfare and everything, I bet 3200 bucks. Okay. You know what I mean? A couple more college
0: gigs. That sounds like a, this sounds like an ad where you're like, "Hey, go Italy for a couple weeks, $3,200.
1: Listen, I can sign you up. I got the paperwork. Put my code
0: in. <laughs> I got the paperwork right here. <laughs> Put in J- code J Larson <laughs> for twenty bucks off your Italy vacation. Where's
1: the? Have you ever traveled anywhere? Have
0: you been anywhere unique? Um, my favorite place I've been so far. I mean, I loved going to Japan and Korea. That was great. That was a wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. It's honestly not that different than Koreatown here. It really just isn't. Um, <laughs> It, I, Sorry, Korea. Koreatown is is as good as Korea. I'm just going to say it. Korea is a little better. But it's like having lived in Koreatown, I was like this is not as different as I was hoping. Yeah. Uh but Japan's great. I love Japan. But uh my favorite place I've been so far is Newfoundland in Canada. Oh, okay. It's there's nothing like it. It's what, Is that East Coast, right? Like the furthest east on the whole Yeah both americas no wait that's not british columbia that's uh british columbia is the other side yeah what's that area up there called it's newfoundland and labrador oh okay it's so islands yeah yeah it's dude it's it's like lord of the rings there it's not like any other it's not even like the rest of canada it's like everybody seems irish but they're not they're like half canadian half it's so weird and And it's like july and it's cold it's dude it's a magic, and they like initiate you when you visit. What do you mean? They make you an honorary in Newfoundland. They call it getting screeched in uh-huh. where they have this ceremony. It feels like you're in Lord of the Rings. Like a guy comes out with like a fisherman slicker thing in the cap and he's got a fish and he's like, hey, we're gonna and they'd sing a hymn. This is like when you get off the boat? This is like they have them at, at, at night at the bars. Oh, okay. Uh, and they'll be like, who's who's uh, who's not from here? And you gotta like sit down They and you have to do like a shot of rum and they sing you a thing. It's like it was one of the coolest things that's ever happened to me.
1: Yeah, that's and tight. they give you a
0: little certificate. They're like, "You, you're one of us now," because uh, it's just a crazy place. Yeah, but I've never been to anything like that. I've never felt like, "Oh, I'm somewhere. This is different as hell."
1: I'm gonna be straight up with you. It sounds like that homeless woman or that woman trying to punch. <laughs> you. It just sounds like she's trying to like initiate you or like
0: you know bring you in. No, you can Google it. It's crazy, man. Look up getting screeched in in Newfoundland. It's it's amazing, man. What were you doing there? uh my my friend adam christie's a comedian and he was like dude you gotta go and he i was like shut up there's no way it's that great yeah uh but he's from canada and he's like dude trust me there's nothing like newfoundland it's it's insane it's four and a half hours it's the only time zone in uh the americas that's like a half because they're so far east it's everything about it's a little weird yeah it's just so different
1: so there's a half hour there's a four and a half and a hour half. difference yeah that's kind of dope,
0: dude. It's everything's weird, and yeah. you feel it feels different there. The sun look, everything's weird. Yeah, it's so it's so far up north, and it's so far east. It's insane. And you almost it, feel you know, like you're in Europe. Uh, is it like a city? Uh, Saint John's is where I spent the most time there. It's it's amazing. It's, it's a city. Yeah, or a town. Yeah, and you can go to where they did the first signal across an ocean because it's so far east. they were like, we need to go as far east as we can to send a signal to like England. Wow. Yeah It's dude You gotta Everyone has to go But no one knows People just don't talk about it Yeah But it's like the best kept secret
1: I guess we'll all get there And be like mm, You're this, gonna love this it This should have been a
0: secret You're gonna love it And the show They're so happy you came there As a comedian mm-hmm. If you're a comedian from America The show will sell out They'll be like oh, Thank you Thank you for coming Because yeah. no one tours there especially like just you know
1: no i found that like when you go to like small areas it's always great especially like even military tourists you know like we talked you you've yeah. done them and, and uh, the the troops are always so appreciative because and you don't think anything of it you're like yeah i'm, I'm like proud to be here but for them they're like why would you come here you know what yeah. I mean? You're, like, you're just here to entertain us and you're like yeah i need a check
0: though right and i'm like well first of all they're paying me so i'm not a hero in that sense of course but it's like also this is the coolest thing ever like to be like flying around to different military bases like it's fun and it's cool it's different it's interesting like it was one of the i'm so glad i got to do that yeah it was the one of the and it made me a way better comedian like that was as far as like the karate kid moves of like when you learn stuff yeah. doing that tour made me at least twice as good.
1: Yeah, it opens up your eyes. I remember I was doing uh we did I did Kuwait then Iraq and when we're in Kuwait I was like in this it was like the base right before you go into Iraq. And we were there and they were like, yeah, this is like where, oh, that field out there is where Saddam Hussein lined up kid people and had his son shoot them in the head. And we're like, oh, cool. (laughs) And uh, we were in this like, this is where like Saddam would like address his air force, like was in this, that's where we performed. And um, I'm in there performing and this guy gets up to leave in the middle of my set, which when you're on a military base... Everyone has different schedules. This guy probably had to go somewhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's not leaving because he didn't like my comedy. Yeah. <laughs> and But, of course, me, being a jackass, I'm like, oh, oh what, you gonna walk out now? I go, mean, don't you walk out on me. Don't even <laughs> think about it. And he stopped at the back of the room and stood because soldiers are, like, crazy respectful and... Mm-hmm. And uh, so he stopped, and I go, yeah, you see that? See how he listens to me? We know who's in charge. And he had his M16, and he just goes, (laughs) and the whole place just fell out. That guy crushed it. They were dying laughing. And then I was like, oh, you need that?
0: You need that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it was like, um, there was like an idea of like, yeah, certain bases in certain situations. I was like, oh, you're going to have to how tough could a comedy club be when i'm in 98 degree weather outside in the heat and all these troops are sitting on rocks at one o'clock in the afternoon and they're like hurry up dude Like we're glad you're here but it's hot and you know and then you're like oh this is how you like figure out how to earn it
0: yeah and you figure out that like this crowd the the thing they have in common you and you can't like smash a heckler you can't like blame the crowd. No. You, you, it, it, you so you have to learn how to how do I do my what I do and still make it work in this room without turning on without letting it get to me, letting them know like cuz you still have to do that thing where like no, I am in charge for now. Yeah. For a little bit it is me. And to do that in front of like all these like literal alpha males with guns. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to still prove yourself in that situation cuz the first few shows it was bad. I was not it was not going good. And yeah. I was like i was like i can't be doing flying all the way out here and bombing like it really got to me yeah and by the end it was going but but there's some things i had to figure out that i was doing wrong yeah and just as a comedian in general that i was like i'm not uh, opening up and establishing myself quick enough to to own this room yeah and uh i was i was doing i you know and there's some comedians you see that they just do alt rooms yeah and i'd been i guess i think i'd got been doing that too much and was like oh i got to get whipped into shape here
1: yeah that's i feel like that's changed a ton recently is that like you you just can't you either do main room you do like club rooms mm-hmm. or you're just not going to survive cuz that alt blast that took off in like the you know 2007 i mean it was going on earlier than that like 2004 but Anyway, I'm sure it was going on long before. That. It's still yeah. going on. And there's still great places to to, to do comedy. But you're right. You got to be able to, like,
0: dance and, yeah. and figure it out. You need to be able to do a crowd with no patience. Yeah. Like, a lot of alt rooms, unlimited patience. Yeah. They're like, yeah, go for it. Explore yourself. And I'm like, it's like, and that was so fun, too. After that tour, I was like, oh, there's no club that's going to be like, so many comedians are scared of different places, and yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with whatever you got now. Yeah,
1: I could care less. Um, did you almost die on that on any of those tours?
0: Not that I know of. They were, I mean, you would hear, like, a bomb go off and be like, I guess that was a test, and no one seemed worried around me, so I'm like, I don't know.
1: Uh. <laughs> That's, we had the same, we got fired at, and people were, like, moving us in places, and coincidentally, the guy who was in charge of this base in Iraq was at our show so we're in the green room and he's now using that as like his command center and I'm just kind of like with this other guy who'd been in tours I'm like what's going on he's like I don't know and then this guy is like on a phone going listen to me dipshit was it or was it not a you know XYZ and we're just sitting there I'm like what's an XYZ you know and my buddy's like ah it's like you know that's like code for like was there a bomb or was there something like that I'm like was there and he's like I don't know he's like okay that's what I and on the other end of that Line. I can just picture some like kid who's like nineteen who's there. Like, yeah, yes, sir. Oh, they're you know, yeah. it was no big deal. They're like, yeah, we're still having a show. You yeah, know, yeah. It's like that's that's literally part of their job mm-hmm. is dealing with the fact that you know
0: you're gonna get shot at or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, it, that's so insane to me too that there's some that are still like the ones in Japan and Korea. It wasn't like there was anything that act like you know what i mean like i don't think there was much happening
1: yeah well this was for me iraq 2006 yeah so you know we went in earlier than that and like some of the bases were like bases we took over and then there were other bases that were just like pop-up bases that we had like just set up in certain areas and those we would like fly in and you would leave that day they're like you don't no one stays here except for military and you're like yeah okay and they're like, Yeah, we got shot at a couple days ago. Look, we had a building here before, now it's gone. And you're like, oh cool, man.
0: Yeah, that's that's
1: glad wild. you're still here. Um were there any other death near dying things that we missed?
0: Um, none that are as that I mean, there's other things where it's like, Oh, almost hit that. Or you know, but like <laughs> none that stick out as as like, oh wow, that really could have been uh, that really could have been it. But, yeah. yeah, there's 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 other close ones. But it's also like it's insane to me how many times I should have and could have and that I was born at the perfectly right time yeah you know because if it had been before there's sometimes I just don't have the thing yet no to, to fix it
1: no of course and some people are gonna die
0: well I'm gonna die and when I do it's I'm gonna laugh very hard and be like I can't believe it took this long
1: fucking this is it yeah well it should be some like super boring thing like you go to get your laundry at a laundromat on the road out of a thing and you get trapped in there and then you're like this is how I'm gonna go right
0: <laughs> yeah i've always thought it's gonna be so, or something so dumb like oh it turns out that was poison he, or, he accidentally ate poison and then i'm gonna just be dead <laughs> and not even feel just be like out you know you're like well am i allergic to this they like oh you are now yeah and that's why you're dying <laughs> yeah we found a new thing you know you didn't know that but now you are i also do feel like like i know air travel's safe but i do feel like that i fly a lot and it's like could just be one of the few plane crashes a year i
1: know you know i think that all the time now especially like having kids i get on planes i'm like what if this is the plane that goes down and i'm mm-hmm. like yeah but there was that crazy plane that was blowing up that boeing just built but right i don't i mean how do you be like uh what plane is you can't even it's not like you can ask someone. it's just like, one that blows up yeah before i get on i yeah. don't want to die today like none of us do sir you know what i mean but you, you ever hear those to...
0: stories where they're like uh it was 9-11, and the guy just had a weird feeling, and he said, I'm getting off this plane, and he got off in that plane. You know, you hear yeah. stories like that. And the other day, I was on a plane. didn't crash. But I remember feeling like, I got to get off this plane. This is one of those planes. I could just see it. I could see the flight oh, attendants, and I was like, I'm getting off. I I literally was like, I got to get off this plane. I know I'm going to lose money on Did it. You, but you didn't get off. No, and it didn't crash. But I was like, well, I really, as I was sitting down, I was just like, something's wrong this is that I should be on this plane and Just I was wrong. roll the dice at the end of the day, basically totally what you said was like, fuck it. If this is it, it's, yeah. This. Well, what, what, this, what if I do that? And then the next plane crashes, and then I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> you idiot. i so dumb. Yeah. So, and you never hear that story.
1: No. Well, but, clearly they, who's going to tell it. Yeah. You know,
0: <laughs> they're like, yeah, he missed his actual flight. And the second, the next one, that's the one that crashed. That the one that got him. Yeah.
1: Jeselnik does a great joke where he goes, uh, you know, my mom was supposed to be on one of those flights from 9-11. At least I think she should have been. <laughs> <laughs> I heard him do it when I'd the improv. Oh, and what a like, great joke. Oh, my God, dude. I couldn't... I was, like, punching a wall. Yeah, It was getting me so hard. And they didn't get a great response. Like, I think he was, like, just working it out. Or sometimes when you don't... I mean, I think he has... Uh, there's a lot less people that don't know him now than before. But, like, if you don't understand... Jezelnick style, and then you see it, you're gonna. Some people might be like, What? Yeah, um, but yeah I, I, I love watching that kid yeah he makes me laugh a he lot he kills me
0: dude. I love when something get, and you don't even know why where you're punching a wall and you're like why did that one get me so much more like I was in Denver a couple weeks ago and this guy Matt Kobos had this joke that killed me where he's like New York is crazy you ever go to New York there's no wasted space everything like you open up a manhole cover there's a coffee shop and he's like one time I swear to God I was standing in front of a wall a guy just said excuse me and opened that wall and went in that wall and then he goes everything he's like I hope I Opened up a condom there was already a dick in it <laughs> and just the the middle image funny. of opening a condom, totally bro that's always <laughs> a thing it killed me i
1: forget as a stand-up that like what we do is put images in people's heads for and they take yeah. their own interpretation of our words and our presentation to create that thing inside them right and there was this guy his name's alan carr not the guy who t- to get you to quit smoking cigarettes yeah and he's he's british and we did montreal together in 05, and he now has like a talk show in London and stuff, or in England. Anyway, super funny dude. He did this joke, and he goes, um, he goes, remember sex education class? It was always very awkward. Girls would go to one room, talk about their periods. Boys would go to another room, learn how to put a condom on. It was so awkward waiting for Mr. Johnson's dick to get hard. <laughs> <laughs> and I just... I just like pictured him <laughs> sitting there, being like, "All right, man, get that dick hard and get yeah. that condom." On. It was just so unbelievable.
0: And to the word "awkward" for a situation like that to go like, "This is taking a while," yeah, and like to think that's that's as far as it went into inappropriate. Yeah, is that this guy? geez, it takes a while. I know,
1: man. It's crazy. Um, I love that, man. Well, this has been great, dude.
0: Best Wait, podcast we we, we ever. said we're going to say weird cop stops, but we didn't oh, get yeah. into it. I, be, I used to get pulled over like uh, at least twice a month. Like I used to get pulled over a lot. What were you driving? I was driving a 96 Buick Century and uh, I think they just looked sketchy to them. Yeah. And it was no matter what. And they would always have weird things where they'd go, you were bumping up against that center line. And I'd be like, what? And they go, mm. but they were just like, we got to <laughs> see what's up. Yeah. And uh, all the time. One time I got busted, it was like the day after my birthday for expired tag or something. Yeah. And I was like, how long were you following me that you noticed my tag was expired by yeah, How good are your glasses, dude? Right. There's no way you saw that, like I, like you're just on the side of the road and you're like, expired tag. Like yeah. you followed me and looked for that. Like I used to get pulled over so much. And, uh, and then sometimes, I remember one time, it was when I was uh, 18 and uh, I didn't know you're supposed to lie to cops sometimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd had a rum and coke one yeah. Literally one rum and Coke at like three in the afternoon. And then this is like nine at night uh, is the summer, you know, so we just at a pool and I had a rum and Coke. And then he goes, you been drinking tonight. I don't even think he meant what he was saying. I think he was just saying things. And I got to ask these, they have a routine. And uh, I said, yep. And he's like, because <sighs> he, I wasn't <laughs> drunk at all. He's let down by you. I wasn't even buzzed. Yeah. And he, I could tell he was like, because this is his whole night now. And he's like how much did you drink? And I was like, I had a rum and Coke um, at like three and he, I could tell he was, he wanted to say you should have lied to me. Yeah. Dickhead. Totally. Yeah. Now I got to do all this. I can't not now. Cause you said it. Yeah. Idiot. Fucking dumb. And then, so I start to get really worried cause I'm, you know, I've seen YouTube videos. I'm like, what's going to happen? And uh, he gives me a sobriety test and I'm shaking like full body is like, trembling. Like, I'm gonna go to jail. I'm gonna get the, I'm thinking he's gonna ruin my life. I'm not even supposed to drink at all because I'm 18. Yeah. And I'm sh- i and I'm wearing flip flops. It's the summer, and I'm shaking so hard when I do the one leg thing that I shake my flip flop off of my foot.
1: Holy Jesus, you were
0: shaking. I thought I was gonna get best case scenario. I was like, I'm gonna go to jail and get a DUI. Yeah. And I, I also didn't know how alcohol worked. I didn't know one drink. I didn't know anything. I, I so I was like, yeah, I had a Roman coke. I bet I'm drunk. Like I had no idea that did nothing. <laughs> i bet i'm drunk yeah
1: fuck i I didn't know this is
0: like the third time i'd had alcohol in my life uh and so he was just so frustrated and he and at the end finally he just goes go just go just go Get at it. Go home. I've done enough already. And he was just like, dude, I guess a warning, but he was, and he was like, you got to take this more seriously. He's like, this is your whole life. You got, he's like, you need to lie more. Yeah. And that, because that's what he said. He goes, you got to take this more seriously. And I was like, okay. Because my parents told me not to lie to cops. Yeah. But you got to sometimes. Yeah. If you had one rum and coke, you can't tell them. Yeah. Because it'll ruin both your nights.
1: No, it's too much too much information that he doesn't need to know he's like i can't you know but sometimes i like your play you're like no you know what i'm gonna do he never gets this he never gets the guy telling him what he did i'm gonna tell
0: i i i held up a liquor store too (laughs) (laughs) i bet he went back and was like we got to change these questions because if somebody had one drink we got to tell them to not say they did yeah because it's now we're fucked yeah um, awesome,
1: man. Well, this is great. Thank you so much for uh, coming over and sitting best down. Best podcast
0: ever. The best. The best sparkling water I've ever had in my life. That's how we do it over here. <laughs> it really is very good. I got to get it. I hope you enjoyed
1: that second installment from the new studio, Caleb Signin. It's so funny when someone's like, yeah, I almost died at birth. You're like, oh, geez, maybe you shouldn't even be here. Um but I love him. Check out his stand-up. He's so great. And give him a follow on Instagram. Let him know you heard him on the through line and uh, you enjoyed him because he's great. And if you like the through line and you and you love that we're doing this video in here, share it with people. Let them know. Rate, review it, subscribe it, comment below. Do all the stuff that people will see and be like, ooh, maybe I'll check it out because everybody wants to be involved with something. You guys are the best, and I'll catch you next week.